This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a 1-0, first place in the AFC West edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Let's go, Jake. Yeah! Yeah! Danny Williams or what, Jake? What are you going to say? That's what I'm talking oh about. Oh, my gosh. It feels so good. It's like I was t- telling everybody the radio show today. Broncos country. We live our lives like through the Broncos. I mean, like the Broncos win that week. It's a better week to live life. You know, you come out with the early season loss. Um, The season's over. It is. We call this a must win for the Broncos. Not only did they... When it they went in there and totally handled the Giants. The 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 second half was sheer pure domination by the Broncos in every way, shape, and form. And Teddy Bridgewater, ten inch Teddy, was absolutely fantastic. You couldn't have drew it up better uh, in their building. The emotion of nine eleven, you know, juicing, uh, you know, everybody out, players, coaches, fans, you know, the electricity, all that kind of stuff. It was there, and the Broncos lived up. To the billing for week one. Yes, it's only week one. Were we accused of getting a little, uh, you know, putting the cart in front of the horse, getting a little too excited for, um, you know, a week one or one week of a win? No, I'd say no. I'd say Teddy looked better than any Broncos starting quarterback has since Peyton in a very small sample size. But with all, and you know what? It was one of Teddy's best games in his career, living up to the big moment. Living up to the big moment. So, um, from Vaughn to uh, Melvin Gordon to Teddy Bridgewater to Fangio. The Broncos were great, and it feels really good, Jake. Well, what's, like, your initial take from from last night? You know, from yesterday's game, I, I really my, my initial take is that the Broncos are a hell of a lot better than they were last year. Uh, like you said, from Fangio to Teddy to Melvin Gordon, from top to bottom, well, the this experience team is factor better. too. You know, yes. Judy's and Hamler's, and we the number one thing that stood out to me was Fangio's confidence in Teddy Bridgewater going forward on fourth down multiple times and well, putting putting the ball in Teddy's hands in those situations, no throwing the it. ball and having success. So Vic Fangio never in a million years would have put Drew Locke in those situations. That's a difference. So I heard a couple people, oh, well, what would have been the what, what would have been the difference if Drew Locke was in that game or not? Uh well, everything. I mean just like for like every last thing. For one, I mean like Teddy with the extending of the plays, the football savvy and acumen kind of stuff. I mean, it was a thing of beauty from the Albert O play to the Cortland Sutton freestyle breakdown touchdown play to the run all the way to the right side of the field, the throw across back the other side of your body, the one you're never supposed to make. Teddy was great. Teddy was better than steady. Teddy was near perfect, uh, near perfect in a star. He had the best NFL um, quarterback rating of of the week of one. the week one se- of the week one, bro. It's, it was great. I loved it. A huge part, uh, what what made me, you know, just really believe in this Broncos season. This was kind of a uh, uh, a tone setter for the season. Two minute drill right before the half. Teddy Bridgewater marches down, oh, scores man. the first touchdown of the of the season. Yeah. 
And Bro, he was like a maestro, though. Yeah. I mean, that drive was great. They kind of had to have it. You don't want to go into half. The half only have, having put up um, a field goal and definitely not with a lead uh, or without a lead. And the uh, Giants come back out thinking that, um, you know, they kind of have executed their game plan. That's seven points to get to 10 to 7 was big. It was really, really dramatically and desperately big. You know, I think Drew Locke maybe gets you a field goal there. Teddy goes down and gets you a touchdown you had to have. And that's the filling out process of a week one game where we you've said it a bunch of times, the defenses are always ahead, at least at the beginning. Um, guys are barely really hitting and getting hit for the first time. And the Broncos, you know, where if – couldn't have drew it up any better. Yeah, the Giants are bottom feeders, but the Broncos didn't hang on to win. They went out there and looked like an elite unit against um, a lesser NFL um, opponent. Absolutely. And, you know, right after halftime, too, got the ball back, went down, marched down the field, big. scored again. It was big. You know, those those two two drives, yeah, the one before halftime and the one right after halftime. Right there, right? Finished it off right there. Yeah. Um, and then Daniel Jones goes <laughs> and fumbles. Yep. Uh, and that's pretty much it. You know, uh, Daniel Jones' mistake, if he was mistake-free, he could have got them back into the game. But... Uh, that's not Daniel that's Jones. That's not Daniel Jones, and that's not Drew Locke. Kind of same thing. The guys will remind me a little bit of each other, actually. Danny Dimes will tuck the ball and go run. It's a better athlete and with his maybe legs um, than Drew Locke is. But I think there's a pretty good comp and comparison there. And uh, let's talk about Von Miller. Von Miller was great. Von Miller um, looked like the Von of old. Do they have an offensive line and protection that is, you know, top 10 in the league? No, they're probably bottom 10. But, again, it doesn't matter if the Broncos are playing the Giants and then the Jaguars and the Jets. You just play who's on the schedule, and it's just part of the journey a little bit. Sometimes it sets up for you, and the comeback for Vaughn was, you know, is on. 32 years old, looked like 27-year-old Vaughn. He's such a difference maker to what this team has aspirations to do or not do. If he's the same player, it's like he's going into the fight with, like, the biggest, baddest dude on your side. You're willing to go tuck that shit a little bit when, you know, mm -hmm. you got a big dude who no one wants to, you know, mess with. Um, it makes you stronger. And Vaughn is that guy. And if he comes back to being kind of that, um, that guy, I think the Broncos, you know, we're talking about contending for the playoffs. Yeah. Because Teddy does so much. And... Um, Man, Teddy loads up, throws that bomb, hits Hamler in the chest, and he drops it. I mean, goddamn, come on, you know? It's like, come on, Hamler, make that happen for us. Um, you could tell for right Teddy, away. For Teddy. But Teddy went back to Albert O after the early mistake. He went back to Hamler a couple times. He needed to. Jerry Judy was out of the game. And then we can't say enough about the unsung heroes like Tim Patrick, right? Mm -hmm. Tim Patrick is, you know, arguably... You know, one of the better receivers on this team now. Uh, yes, he's a, he's a good player. He's so consistent. He's a good player. Last year, he was uh, uh, dominating everybody's second corner. Um, no, I'm sure they got a ton of calls. If they if teams were calling on Trinity Benson, who never played an NFL down in his life, and they got a fifth and a seventh, whatever it was, basically for Trinity Benson, um, they probably could have got a fourth-round pick for uh, Tim Patrick from a team or a couple teams, and he's not worth getting rid of for that price because he's can be maybe in a worst-case situation your number two receiver and will still produce and be productive. He's a good number three receiver, and he's the best number four receiver in the NFL. No doubt about it. It's not even close. 
And, you know, going back to Vaughn for a second, yeah. um, he's already got two sacks, you know, in a 17-game season. Yeah. He's on track to, uh, you know, have a pretty good season. So I'm thinking Vaughn Miller is going to be a, uh, uh, a dark horse for Defensive Player of the Year. You think Vaughn's a dark horse for DPOI? Yeah, but it's going to be hard. Two sacks for Vaughn? Yeah, two sacks. It's exactly when we're talking about this podcast, what we drew up. What we said needed to happen. The headlines have to be uh, led by Von Miller's two sacks. The Broncos are back. Question mark type of stuff. He needs to get in that dis- um, in that defensive player of the year discussion by having five sacks through three games, knocking on the door of ten sacks through the halfway point of the season. Then the reputation full blown is all the way. Hey, we're back, baby, and. Um, it's going to be hard for him to catch Chandler Jones. Well, Chandler yeah. Jones with five sacks yeah. in one game. Uh, it's going to be hard to catch any well, for Chandler anybody. Chandler Jones to catch is him. another great one and probably underrated at that. You know what I mean? The career mm-hmm. that he's had. Um, but for him to be in the conversation no, would be huge for the that's Broncos. That's what we want. It's a reputation thing. So that you, know, you, be, you build off all that and the belief, the whole thing, the mojo back. You know, it's like a rocker, man. He needs his fans to empower him in order to, um, you know, to make that concert the greatest night of your life. Um, okay. Halfway point of the podcast. The perfect time to mention our partner in this podcast, DraftKings. I hope many of you guys took advantage of that week one offer that they had. If you didn't, you guys are lucky, man. I know you're like, I should have done this. I would have had this. I loved this game here. You're going to get another opportunity because we're like that and DraftKings is like that. We're generous. We're very generous lovers, okay? So week one may be over, but, the, you know, the season, the betting season is just beginning at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, okay? To kick off week two, DraftKings is giving all new customers an absolute cannot-miss offer. Bet $1 on any NFL game. This week, receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what, exclamation point. That's what it's written down here like that. Okay, it's what I'm trying to explain to you. No gimmicks, no tricks. Um, little deposit, $1 bet on any game this weekend. No matter what happens, you could even lose your dollar bet. And you're going to get hooked up with these $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings Sportsbook, giving all new customers the hookup. I love it. That's why they're the best. DraftKings is safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Okay, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. Okay, promo code MHS. You got to use it to get hooked up. Make it happen. Let's go win some money this weekend. 21 and older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call one 800 522 4700. Yeah, DraftKings was really good to me this weekend. Uh, they gave me a $100 free bet. Cool. And I turned that 100 into 400. Let's and, go. And uh, it, it was it was great. So, big shout out to DraftKings. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So, yeah, man, let's talk about those winnings. You can hit us anywhere you for, we're on Twitter. Okay. I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. But you can comment, uh, review the podcast anywhere the podcasts uh, can be heard in the whole like the world, Jake, such as Spotify, okay. Apple Podcast, uh-huh. Spreaker, yep. Podbean. That sounds a bit made up. 
Uh, it's real. Okay. Scott DeHuff said so, so <laughs> better believe it. Yeah, you're right. If DeHuff said so, then we probably should believe it. But uh, MileHighSports.com, the Mile High Sports app as well. Jake and I do 9 to 11 a.m., Monday through Friday on Mile High Sports Radio, 98.1 FM, if you're in town listening. But if not, you can watch us at milehighsports.com and listen every single day. We have very many thousands and thousands of people who do that throughout the week and the month, and we appreciate all of those guys. So the podcast is a little bit of an extension of the show. So if you like the podcast, you will definitely love the show and vice versa. So... um, Let's keep rolling here, okay? Give me another topic Ooh. of, um, you know, from this game that we could take into maybe week number two. It's too early to be talking about the Jaguars yet, but there are so many good things to talk about, about what the, the Broncos were able to accomplish. It was sweet, man. It was a sweet win. The Another thing you can take into next week is Melvin Gordon, man. Yeah. Melvin Gordon, that 70-yard carry. Uh, that yeah, to, I got to the house. On that. Uh, Melvin Gordon looked great. Eleven carries, one hundred and one yards. Uh, Javante Williams got in the mix as well. So it was a, a nice well, one-two punch. When you're uh, eleven carries through a game, you're fresh in the second half of a game, ready to explode like mm-hmm. that. When you have twelve or thirteen carries at halftime, and you're going in there, wore down, um, your body's beat up already, and you got to go play another half of football. Um, you will wear down. It's hard to be a finisher like that. That's why only the great ones are finishers like that in the fourth quarter. Seem to get stronger as the game go go on. Those guys are very few and far between. But that's also why the Browns were able to ride Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt because they split duties. Some guys, uh, Kareem had a couple handful of games where he was a little bit better that day, so they rode him. Um, you kept both guys fresh. It's two. Uh, it's a, it's a one A and a one B. Um, two potential. You know, again. Two potential top 15 running backs right. on the same roster in Javante and Melvin Gordon. Imagine that. Again, that, I mean, straight up. straight. I mean, like, I really kind of believe that stuff. Melvin, after this week, you know, uh, if we're going to shake it all down, again, it has nothing to do with last year. It has nothing to do with rookies. Running back's different. It is just, it is very, very different. So, uh, Melvin Gordon's a top 10 running back in the league. At least he was last year. He's carrying that into this year. Can Javante be somewhere around the middle of the pack there? Um, is he going to, is, is it going to be Javante's big game against the the Jaguars? I'd say so. I'd say both these guys continue to have big games all season long because they're both good players. Um, we I think Melvin Gordon's way better than we ever want to give him credit for because he's the one who ran out uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, you know, type of stuff. Um, he's been a charger for so long. How could I like Melvin Gordon? Bro, shout out to Philip Lindsay. Had a great touchdown for a Texans team that blew out um, their opponent. I'm not sure how they Jags. did it. Um, Tyrod was he? You look good. Lit it. Did Tyrod light good? it up? So, you know, I couldn't name five Texans, I don't think. Don't quiz me, but um, Philip Lindsay's one of them. Philip Lindsay, see, there. Um, um, was great this weekend. So, um, what next, Jake? We gotta. We would be remiss if we didn't bring up Jerry Judy's injury. Where are um, we at with that? Um, it looks like, looking like it's a high ankle sprain. Could be worse. You know, it looked a lot worse than that high ankle sprain. So, I guess the Broncos and Jerry Judy dodged a bullet there. Um, so, high ankle sprain is still uh, one of those injuries where you're going to be out for a long time. It's going to be six Oh, man, eight. high ankle sprain is what we've said before on the show that we mentioned. When I think of high ankle sprain, I think of Julius Thomas, mm-hmm. who high ankle sprain going to cost him, like, chunks of his career. Six couple, to eight weeks. A couple of years of really getting able to be on the field and help this team. So 
Bare minimum six to eight weeks for Jerry Judy. Yeah, I hope it's he's a fast healer. Like I said, uh, Chad Ochocinco on Twitter said, hey, Jerry Judy, I'll hit you with that home recipe I got on those high mm. ankle sprains. I will say this. Everyone is built different, okay? Uh, as, you know, the homies would say. Um, built different. Built different. But I hope Jerry Judy's fast healer. I hope that the smaller body and not the 220-pound physique uh, will make it easier on those ankles um, than it would like a Demarius-sized type of receiver. I don't know that that's true or false. That's stuff I'm making up. That's just my uh, medical opinion. Um, but I think we'll be okay. I still think we're, got, we're really deep at receiver anyways. Um, Jerry Judy will get everybody involved um, as he did. I mean, Fant was involved. Albert O was involved. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm I'm yeah, I'm heartbroke about it. I mean, we just saw Nilo Piro in here, all broken hearted. Said uh, I, I I didn't think I didn't know he was going to go there, but he goes, man, I'm so pissed and upset with this Judy stuff. That was going to be like, I love this guy. This is my team, the Broncos. He goes, I spent so much time and money's on those Jerry Judy rookie cards. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, well, I was like, that was kind of dark and ominous. But uh, no, man, Jerry Judy will be okay. And I told him uh, his clout will be okay, too. You know, I, I kind of hope that, you know, I, I hope he recovers very quickly. But I hope they don't rush him back too there quick. There will be no need to, yeah. Because if you bring him back too quickly and he re-injures this thing and the Broncos are in, you know, a playoff position. Uh, I just you know, hope we can win a game. Then, Here's what I hope. Then uh, that's worst case scenario I right hope there. he plays. Do we have the Steelers and the Ravens back to back? Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, I was hoping the Raiders were in between. So, you know, stays back for Raiders week. You know, say we really need him. Say we drop a couple to Pittsburgh and to Baltimore, and they're three and two. I tell you, a loss to the Raiders gets you three and three. All of a sudden, all of those good feels we had are kind of gone because we'll have shown our inability to beat a real team um, after being up three kind of losers. You know, it's easy when you play against a fat kid and a bunch of rejects, right? Yeah. You shut your mouth, Phillips. Yeah, I see him coming back more around uh, Cowboys week. You know, Washington football team. That'd be time. like adding a pretty great player. Yeah, midway through the whole season. So yeah, you know, I say he's out for six weeks. Young guys heal fast. Just put him in that Michael Jackson hyperbolic chamber that T.O. used to <laughs> sleep in, or Mike Shanahan used to tan in. I don't know what they got over there, but uh, beautiful skin. <laughs> Whoa, I'll tell you, you head coaches. Yeah, man. you guys get all the good looking ones. Uh, okay, so I think that's let's call this a podcast, Jake, because we'll turn the page tomorrow. A slight look ahead. We'll um, get a chance to. I don't know, look around the rest of the league a little bit and see what that means for the Broncos. Again, one thing I said last week I kind of love is that's a home, I'm sorry, that is a road win. You now have nine home games and only seven road games left on your calendar. That's those probability chart stuff. Run those numbers real quick. Um, and again, uh, they ran 20,000 simulations on uh, ESPN.com, and they had the Broncos starting one and five. Okay? So that should tell you, you could say, take that for data. You know? You could say, take your si simulation, stick it up your ass. <laughs> hey, Christian McCaffrey drinks up a grande cup of Starbucks daily. daily. It's like a supercharger for, for his, his ass. ass. And, and he, he can, can run, run as fast, fast as, as the flash. flash. Oh, 
<laughs> okay, that's the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Uh, Jake Meyer makes it all sound good, puts it all together. My brother. Uh, I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. We'll be back for tomorrow's edition of the podcast. Shout out DraftKings. Um, subscribe to this thing. Hit us. Like us. Um, tell us how we're doing. We really appreciate you guys for listening today, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.